Surah Al-Baqarah, verse number 8 to 16. Inshallah, we will do the tafsir of these verses. But before we begin, you remember Surah Al-Fatiha, we learned about three types of people. One group of people was of those whom Surat Al-Ladina an'amta alayhim. Those with whom Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala is pleased, so He bestowed upon them His favor, His reward. And who are those people? They are people who know what Allah wants them to do. And then they transform their knowledge into action also. They do what Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala wants them to do. And these people are who? The true believers. Those that we learned about right at the beginning of Surah Al-Baqarah. ذَلِكَ الْكِتَابُ لَا رَيْبَ فِي Who are the muttaqeen? الَّذِينَ يُؤْمِنُونَ بِالْغَيْبِ They believe. Right? So they are the true believers. Then the second group of people we learned about in Surah Al-Fatiha were who? Al-Maghdoob alayhim Those upon whom was Allah's wrath, His anger, meaning He punished them. And who are these people? These are people who know what Allah wants them to do, but they don't care about it. They don't follow what Allah has commanded. And we learned about these people in Surah Al-Baqarah earlier that إِنَّ الَّذِينَ كَفَرُوا People who have denied. Meaning they came to know what the truth is, but they rejected it outright. So they're the outright deniers. Then there was another category of people, which is الضالين, those who are astray, they are lost. Who are these people? These are people who don't know, they don't understand, and since they don't know, they don't understand, they also don't do what Allah wants them to do. And today, inshallah, we're going to learn about this group of people in these verses, Surah Al-Baqarah, verses 8 to 16. So basically there are three types of people that are mentioned right at the beginning of the Qur'an. Three types of people. Who are these three types of people? The first group is of who? Al-Mu'minun, the believers. Who are the believers? Those who are sound in their hearts. In their heart there is faith and on their tongues also is their faith. Meaning what they say is what they really mean. Their internal and external matches. The second group is of who? Al-Kafirin. إِنَّ الَّذِينَ كَفَرُوا سَوَاءٌ عَلَيْهِمْ أَأَنزَرْتَهُمْ أَمْ لَمْ تُنزِرْهُمْ لَا يُؤْمِنُونَ They are the outright deniers. So in their heart they have no faith and from their tongues also they deny. Now there is a third type of, third group of people which is the munafiqoon. We're going to learn about this group today, inshallah. Who are they? Who are they? Munafiqoon. Who are the munafiqoon? Munafiqoon are those who don't actually have faith in their heart. They don't really believe in their heart. But on their tongues, they show that they have faith. You know, like, for example, if there's a person who doesn't really love another individual, but just outwardly they say, I'm your best friend. I really like you. Etc. Is that real friendship? No. Real friendship is what? That which is in the heart and that which a person says also. Now how do you know if something is really in the heart? How do you know? So for example, if a person says to you, I'm your best friend. Well, they can say that to you a thousand times, but how will you really know if they're actually your friend? How? They will be nice to you. They will help you. 
they won't be mean to you. So if somebody says, I'm your best friend, but then at the same time they bully you. They bully you. Or they hurt you physically. Are they really your friend even if they say that to you a thousand times a day? What is it that shows? It's the actions. So, munafiqoon are people who say they believe, but in reality they don't believe. Because their actions are not the actions of the believers. So today we're going to learn about this group of people. Verse number 8, open up page number 20 and take your notes on page number 20. وَمِنَنْ nasi And among the people are man who, meaning there are some people who yakulu. He says, meaning there are some people who say, Amanna billahi wa bil akhir. There are some people who say that we believe in Allah and also in the last day. There are some people who will say, I believe in Allah, I believe in the day of judgment. But Allah says, وَمَا and not whom they بِمُؤْمِنِينَ at all believers. They're not actually believers. So when they say that they believe, they are lying. Because in reality, they're not believers. Allah does not accept their Islam. Allah does not accept their saying that they believe. And who are these people? The munafiqoon. What does the word munafiq mean? Munafiq means a hypocrite. Who's a hypocrite? Have you ever heard the word hypocrite? If a person is described as a hypocrite, why are they being called a hypocrite? A hypocrite is someone who is two-faced, right? So he will be like, you know, really nice in one place and like really horrible in another place. Okay, yes? A hypocrite is someone who will go against their own words. They will contradict their own words. So for example, they will tell someone, you should only speak the truth. And they're lying themselves. You understand? This is who? A hypocrite. Somebody says, oh don't cheat. And they're cheating themselves. This is what? Hypocrisy. Now the word munafiq in the Arabic language is from the root letters noon faqaf. Okay, munafiq is from noon faqaf. And nafaqa means kharaja, to leave. Nafaqa meaning kharaja, he left. He went out. Basically, from the same root is the word nafqa. And nafqa is used for a certain type of a mouse. Okay, a certain type of a mouse which is very intelligent. It lives in the desert and it makes its home in such a way that there are multiple entrances and multiple exits. So what happens is that this mouse is being chased by a creature who wants to eat it. So what does this mouse do? It runs home, goes in through that entrance, and let's say that snake followed it into that tunnel, and that mouse is nowhere to be found. Why? Because it left. It tricked the snake. You understand? It tricked the snake. So this is... Nafaqa. Now munafiq is called a munafiq. Why? Because this is what he does. He cheats. He is deceiving others. He's showing that, oh, I believe. But in reality, he doesn't believe. وَمَا هُمْ بِمُؤْمِنِينَ يُخَادِعُونَ اللَّهَ وَالَّذِينَ آمَنُوا يُخَادِعُونَ They try to deceive Allah and those who believe. They try 
very hard to deceive Allah and the believers. How? By faking or by pretending to be Muslim. When you have to pretend to be someone who you are not, do you have to try really hard? Do you? Like for example, you are pretending somewhere that you're not hungry. Let's say somebody's having like nachos and salsa and like, you know, nice fizzy drinks and they offer you. And you're trying to be modest. And you say, oh, I don't really eat nachos. Hmm. Uh, I'm not really hungry. And so what happens? You don't eat it. But in your heart, oh my, you really want those nachos and salsa. So what happens? As the people in front of you are munching and you can hear them go crunch, crunch, crunch. Right? And you look at the food, but you, what do you have to do? Look away and pretend that you're not interested. Isn't it? When you have to pretend, you have to try really hard. And if you're honest, if you're honest, then what happens? Your life is easy. So, يُخَادِعُونَ اللَّهَ وَالَّذِينَ آمَنُوا They pretend that they are Muslim, and so they're trying to deceive Allah and the believers. But can anyone deceive Allah? Can anyone deceive Allah? Who can you deceive? Somebody who doesn't know much. Like for example, if you tell you know, the person that, Oh, I don't like salsa. I don't like nachos then what's going to happen? Do they really know your history? Do they really know you? Do they really know what's inside your heart? No, they don't. So you can lie to a person and hide the truth from them, but can we hide the truth from Allah? So if a person lies from their mouth that I believe, I believe, and in reality they don't believe, doesn't Allah know? Allah knows. So, وَمَا يَخْدَعُونَ إِلَّا أَنفُسَهُمْ In reality, they do not deceive except themselves. وَمَا يَشْعُرُونَ And they don't even get it. They don't even realize. What is it that they don't realize? That they are deceiving themselves. How are they deceiving themselves? When a person lies, when a person cheats, actually... He is harming who? Himself. He is cheating who? Himself. How? How is a person harming himself when he lies? And how does a person cheat himself when he's trying to cheat others? That when you lie, it's not just one lie, right? You're going to have to cover up that lie with another lie, with another lie, with another lie. Isn't that what we see on TV? What happens? There is a person who is not actually a lawyer, but he's pretending to be a lawyer. And what happens? One lie upon another upon another. You know what I'm talking about? And in other situations also what happens? There are people who are making drugs and they're showing that, oh, they're just performing scientific experiments or something. And they're living a life of falsehood. And when they're cheating others, lying to others, in reality they're lying to themselves because they're telling themselves, it's okay, it's okay, it doesn't matter. Whereas it matters. So, وَمَا يَخْدَعُونَ إِلَّا أَنفُسَهُمْ And the thing is that when a person thinks that they have cheated Allah, 
and they think that they got away, they didn't get caught, then this is the greatest deception that a person can be in. Like for example, somebody asks another individual, did you pray? And they're like, yeah, Allah knows, I did, wallah. And actually they didn't. So what happened? Because they said, wallah, Allah knows. They use such big words to lie and to satisfy others. And what happened? They got away because they didn't actually pray. And you know they said they did and the other person believed them. So, oh wow, I should do this again. I should do this again. And so a person keeps on lying and lying and lying. And what happens? What will happen in the hereafter? All of a person's lies will be exposed. The thing is that our words should match our actions. Okay? Now of course we are human beings. And there are times when we will slip. When we will make a mistake. The thing is when we make a mistake, we should not lie to ourselves over there that, oh, I didn't do anything. Oh, it's okay. It's not a big deal. No. I made a mistake. I should accept it. I should be honest with myself. And I should turn back to Allah and apologize and seek His forgiveness. And so what happens? Even though you slipped and you made a mistake, inshallah you'll get back on track. But if a person makes a mistake and then they justify it and they try to defend it and then they say that, oh, this was perfectly fine, then this is going the wrong path. So, يُخَادِعُونَ اللَّهَ وَالَّذِينَ آمَنُوا وَمَا يَخْدَعُونَ إِلَّا أَنفُسَهُمْ وَمَا يَشْعُرُونَ And they don't even realize that they're actually deceiving themselves. They think that they're deceiving Allah and the believers, but in reality they are deceiving themselves. Why would a person do that? I mean, if you lie to a human being, okay. But lying to Allah, as in cheating Allah, trying to play a trick with Allah, Showing outwardly that I believe and in the heart there is no belief. Why would a person do that? فِي قُلُوبِهِمْ مَرَضٌ The reason is that in their hearts is a disease. Remember I told you the meaning of marad? It's a disorder. When something is not functioning the way it should. When something is not working the way it should. It's not in its normal state anymore. And when there is a disease there will always be Symptoms. It will show. So, فِي قُلُوبِهِمْ مَرَضٌ In their hearts is a disease. What disease is this? What heart disease is this? I was looking for a picture for heart disease or for a diseased or sick heart. And I found pictures related to diseases of the physical heart. Is this a physical disease? Like something related to, like for example, a clot somewhere in the heart or maybe some kind of tumor or maybe some kind of blockage. Is this what the marad is? No. فِي قُلُوبِهِمْ marad. This disease is the weakness of faith. What disease is this? It is the weakness of faith. They say they believe, but no. In their heart, they don't really have Iman as it should be. In their heart, they don't really believe the way they should. There's a problem with that belief. Now, the heart, how does it get sick? What is the sickness of the heart? There are two diseases of the heart mainly. All the diseases of the heart can be put into two categories. One is shubuhat, 
doubts. And the other is shahawat, desires. So when there is excess of, or there's too much doubt in the heart, then that will make the heart sick. Doubt in who, in what? In Allah, in the Qur'an, in the Prophet ﷺ. This will make the heart sick. Desires. Love of the world. When a person will follow their desires too much, again their heart will become sick. Think about it this way. When you don't do what is good for your body, does your body get sick? Like for example, you think, oh winter is gone now. You know, There's no more snow. It's not very cold, so I don't think I need my jacket anymore. And you decide not to wear your jacket. Not just one day, but the whole week. What will happen? You might get bronchitis. You might be on puffers day and night. Isn't it? Why did that happen? Because you did not take care of your body. You neglected your body. You put your body in a situation that your body could not handle. So your body got sick. Same thing with the heart. If we do with the heart, or if we put in the heart what the heart is not made for, what's going to happen to the heart? It's going to get healthy or sick? It's going to get sick. Remember we learned earlier that we as human beings, who are we? Who do we belong to? Alhamdulillahi Rabbil Alameen. Who do we belong to? Allah. Who is it that we must worship? Allah. And if we don't do that, if a person kafara, he denies, what is he doing? He's concealing his real identity. So when a person doubts in Allah, then is the heart going to remain healthy? No, it's going to get sick. When a person is too much in love with the world, and all he wants to do is just fulfill every wish of his, whether it's right or not, is that going to make the heart sick? Yes, it will. فِي قُلُوبِهِمْ مَرَضٌ In their hearts is a disease. And remember, if a disease is not cured, then what will happen? Will it just finish by itself? Huh? What's going to happen? It's going to get worse. So for example, you didn't wear your jacket the whole week and now you're coughing, coughing, you're not able to even lie down because you're having difficulty breathing. And so your mom says, let's go to the doctor. You're like, no, I don't go to the doctor. I don't like the doctor. And you don't go. What's going to happen the next day? You'll be fine. Is it? You're going to get worse. You're going to get worse. So what happened here? فِي قُلُوبِهِمْ مَرَضٌ فَزَادَهُمُ اللَّهُ مَرَضًا So Allah increased them in their disease. That disease took over. They had doubt in their heart about Allah. And they neglected Allah's commands. And they went only after their desires. So what happened? Their disease became worse than before. So for example... It's time to pray. Hmm? It's time to pray. And a person who says, Amanna billahi wa bil akhir, I believe in Allah and in the last day. Then what are they supposed to do at the time of prayer? What are they supposed to do? Get up and pray. But what happens? What are the diseases of the heart? One is doubt and the other is desires. Right? 
So a person says, I don't feel like praying. I really want to keep watching this show. I really want to complete it. Because I'm going to miss it then. Whereas you're not going to miss it. Because if you miss it on TV, there's always ways that you can watch it later, isn't it? But what happens at that time? Shaitan tells you, you're going to miss it. Don't pause it even if you can. Watch it now. So what happens? person says, it's okay, you know what? I'll pray later. I'll pray later. So he follows his desire. And what happens? He misses the prayer, neglects the prayer. Dad came, asked, did you pray? Oh yeah. <laughs> A big lie. When did you pray? Oh, I, I prayed then. Where did you pray? I didn't see you praying. Oh, I prayed here. Three lies. So now what's going to happen? That disease is going to get worse. It's going to get stronger. فَزَادَهُمُ اللَّهُمْ مَرَضًا وَلَهُمْ عَذَابٌ أَلِيمٌ But look at this. For them is a painful punishment. Why? بِمَا كَانُوا يَكْذِبُونَ Because they used to lie. They used to lie. And you see, بِمَا كَانُوا يَكْذِبُونَ This means they used to lie over and over and over again. This is one of the traits of the hypocrites, that they lie a lot. Not a little lie here and a little lie there. No, a lot. Regularly. بِمَا كَانُوا يَكْذِبُونَ But this lying is going to lead to what? What is it going to bring to a person? Punishment that is painful. The Prophet ﷺ said that whoever has three traits, and a trait is a quality, okay? Whoever has three traits, then he is a hypocrite. Even if he fasts. He fasts in Ramadan. Even if he prays. During the day he prays salah. Even if he does hajj and umrah. So it doesn't matter what kind of good deeds they do. If they have these three qualities, then they are hypocrites. What are those three qualities? Those three traits? When he speaks, he lies. When he speaks, he lies. When he makes a promise, he breaks it. And when he is entrusted with something, he betrays. What is the first one? When he speaks, he lies. Why does a hypocrite have to lie so much? Why? Because he's always pretending. He's trying to be in the good books of people without doing any good work. He's trying to show that he's a very good, righteous person when in reality he isn't. When he makes a promise, he breaks it. And when he's entrusted with something, he betrays the trust. What does it mean by that? When your friend comes and tells you something and they say, don't tell anybody. I'm sharing a secret with you. But do not tell anybody. And what happens as soon as they go? Then you have to find somebody. And you have to tell them. And so you tell them. This is what? Betraying the trust. Abu Bakr anhu said, that O oh people, beware of lying. Because lying is not from Iman. A believer does not lie. Lying is separate from Iman. It has nothing to do with Iman. 
وَلَهُمْ عَذَابٌ أَلِيمٌ بِمَا كَانُوا يَكْذِبُونَ And you know what this painful punishment is? The hypocrites will be in the lowest level of hellfire, right at the bottom, all the way at the bottom of hellfire. Painful punishment. So this means that lying is very... What is lying? It's okay? It's cool? It's fine? Is it? What is lying? Is it dangerous? Okay. So then, all of us need to see that what are those situations, what are those times when I end up lying? First of all, we need to ask ourselves, do I lie? And here we need to be honest with ourselves. Don't lie to yourself. That No, no, I never lie. My brother does. I don't. Ask yourself, remember the time when you lied. Why did I lie? Why? Can you tell me some situations in which we end up lying? Can you give me some examples when we lie? Okay. That how if your parents trust you with something, they tell you to do something or not do something. And what happens as soon as they go? You do the exact opposite. They told you no playing games today. You have one hour, do your homework. Do not play games. And you're like, yeah, yeah, mom, don't worry. Don't worry. I will do my homework. And what happens? As soon as you hear the door close and the keys go lock, okay, homework books on the side and the games are on. And then later when the mom comes home and asks, what were you doing? Oh, I was doing my homework. Where's your homework? Did you do it? Yeah, I'm done, finished. This is lying. So for example, your mom asks you, how was your test? Great. How was your score? Excellent. Where's your test paper? Um, I don't know. Sometimes our friends have done something wrong and just to protect them from getting into trouble, we will lie. Exaggeration, yes? I mean, one is that you exaggerate in a way that it's understood that this is exaggeration. It's like normal, everyday expressions. Okay? That's understood. But to really exaggerate in the sense that the other person gets a completely different picture, all that happened is that you got a small paper cut, right? And you talk about it as if your finger got cut off and, you know, you got stitches and whatnot. That is problematic. Sometimes we end up lying just to save ourselves some humiliation, just to save ourselves from feeling embarrassed. Lying just to impress other people. I have done this and this. I was in the school basketball team, and uh, as long as I was there, you know, we used to win every game. See, one is that you give an incomplete statement. Okay. In certain extreme situations where you have to defend your life, it may be over there, there is a possibility. But otherwise, for every little thing, your dad asks you, did you do the homework? Yes, I did it. Whereas all you did was just one page maybe. All you did was just, you just opened the book maybe. That is wrong. Because you see, you're always trying to cheat others. Always trying to give them a picture that is not true. That is problematic. Yes, lying just to make other people laugh. 
Lying when joking is also not permissible. Lying about liking somebody's cooking. So for example, your mom makes something and she's like, do you like it? And you're like, yeah. I love it. It's the best thing I've ever had. And whereas in reality, you don't like it. Hmm? So over there, you're trying to make her happy. The thing is that when you lie, it comes out. You know, the truth comes out one way or another. It will come out. Right? So over there, if you don't like the food that much, you can say, it's nice. Where You know, it's edible, so it's nice. Maybe you don't like it, but it's nice. It looks nice, it smells nice, it's nice. That's it. But you don't have to go on saying, it's the best food I've ever had, and mom, you're the best cook or chef or whatever. You don't have to go on and add so many things. Last example. Hmm. You're sent to bed and you pretend that you're in bed, but in reality other things are going on. So, وَلَهُمْ عَذَابٌ أَلِيمٌ بِمَا كَانُوا يَكْذِبُونَ This is so scary. For them is a painful punishment because they used to lie. Now the thing is, if we lie to a human being, yes, that person may not find out what the truth is. But who knows the truth? Because what is hidden from Allah? Nothing. There is nothing at all that is hidden from Allah. And at the end of the day, we belong to Allah. We have to return to Allah. And He is going to ask us. He is going to hold us accountable. There is Yamuddin that is coming. The day of recompense that is coming. Where a person will not be able to hide anything. لا تخفى منكم خافية Nothing a person will be able to hide. Everything will be exposed. So, what do we have to do then? Continue lying? A lie here, a lie there, and say it's okay, no big deal? What do we have to do? And I'm talking to everybody here, whether you're a mother or a daughter or a son or whoever, because sometimes, you know, we tell children not to lie, but adults are lying. The mother is lying, or the father is lying, or the grandparents are lying. The older siblings are lying. What do we have to do then? What do we have to do? Seek forgiveness. Seek forgiveness. Make note of this. That, oh Allah, forgive me for every lie that I have ever uttered. Forgive me. And oh Allah, help me to speak the truth. No matter how difficult it is. Because I don't want the painful punishment of hellfire. I don't want it. وَلَهُمْ عَذَابٌ أَلِيمٌ بِمَا كَانُوا يَكْذِبُونَ Now, certain examples of the hypocrites are given. وَإِذَا and when قِيلَ لَهُمْ It is said to them. When the hypocrites are told, لَا تُفْسِدُوا فِي الْأَرْضِ Do not commit fasad in the earth. Do not spread corruption in the earth. Remember the meaning of fasad? Fasad is what? When things go bad. Right? So when they're told, don't cause these problems. And what are the problems that the hypocrites cause? Lying. Does that lead to problems? Breaking promises and cheating and betraying. Does that lead to problems? Yes. Sins in general. They're also a form of facade. And remember facade I told you, 
this includes ruining, destroying things. It, it includes harming, hurting other people, their feelings, cheating them. So when they're told, لا تبسدوا في الأرض قالوا they say, إنما نحن مصلحون We are only reformers. We are only fixing things. We are doing what we are doing to put things right. To make things great. قالوا إنما نحن مصلحون In reality, what they do, what they say, is very harmful. In reality, what they do, what they say, is very problematic. And there's clear proof that what they're doing is wrong. Like for example, if a person goes and steals, is that wrong? Clearly. If a person goes and damages somebody's property, like they throw eggs on their window, Is that wrong? Hmm? That's wrong, right? If somebody goes and writes something on the teacher's table, like just to tease her, or just to take some revenge, because she gave you know, lots of homework, so you want to show that you really don't like the teacher, so you write something maybe on her car, or maybe on her desk, or on her book. This is fasad. So when they're told, don't do this, they say, we're only doing what's right. This person deserves it. They deserve that I should throw eggs on their window. They deserve that I should scrape their car. They say, إِنَّمَا نَحْنُ مُصْلِحُونَ Allah says, أَلَا إِنَّهُمْ هُمُ الْمُفْسِدُونَ Actually, it is them who are the mufsidun. They are the troublemakers. وَلَكِنْ لَا يَشْعُرُونَ But they don't even realize. They don't even get it. So, their actions cause so many problems but they don't see how their actions are wrong they think wrong is right they think wrong is right now imagine if a person is over speeding it's supposed to be 60 and they're driving at 120 and they get caught and they start yelling at the police officer well what's wrong with you why would you put 60 here Why? I mean, there's a reason why it's 60. Why is it 60? Because people walk here. There's lots of pedestrians here. There's houses here. There's a park nearby. There's children. There's a school here. This is why it's 60 and not 120. And so, if a person starts justifying their wrong actions, they don't even see wrong as wrong. How do you correct this person? أَلَا إِنَّهُمْ This is so dangerous when a person sees their wrong actions as right. When they're actually ruining things, causing problems, and they think that they're doing a great job. Their speech is hurtful. Their speech is divisive. It divides people. It spreads hatred. And they say, oh, free speech, free speech. They say, إِنَّمَا نَحْنُ مُصْلِحُونَ أَلَا إِنَّهُمْ هُمُ الْمُفْسِدُونَ وَلَكِنْ لَا يَشْعُرُونَ So here, again, we need to look at ourselves. Does it ever happen that somebody tells me what I've done is wrong, and then I go and justify it? I go and justify it? Or, I'm doing something wrong, but I see it as something good? Because if we don't recognize wrong as wrong, can we fix it? 
can we fix it no 